In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Uh, We get set for the first preseason game of the year. Looking forward to this. Uh, Coming up on Friday night, the Browns travel down to Jacksonville. They went down early, uh, which I think is probably a good idea to get out of town and just kind of clear your head and see football from just a football standpoint. It'll be interesting to see how they play, especially when you're going into a city that isn't exactly a professional football hotbed. Um, and, you know, and you've got a team that that needs to galvanize a little bit more, and I think this gives them an opportunity to galvanize by going early. Daryl, your thoughts on just on this preseason game coming up, what we're going to see, and just the, the notion that they left early. Well, the reason they left early is exactly what you said. Uh, Kevin Stefanski planned this uh, as far as the the schedule, uh, his scheduling, I should say, uh, goes. Even before they knew they were playing Jacksonville uh, in week one, he wanted to get the team out of town for an extra day. They're going to hold a walkthrough style practice on Thursday. There's some team activities that Stefanski plans on having leading up. Uh, to the preseason game. Most of the starters are going to play in this game. We talked about earlier, Deshaun Watson's going to start, but most of the starters are going to play. There are a few that will be held out of action. Uh, I I don't anticipate players uh, that have dealt with injury for a long period of time. The guys like David Bell, I'll honestly be surprised if he gets a lot of time in the preseason game just because he hasn't had a lot of practice time. Right. Um, obviously Denzel Ward is still on, uh, you know, pop he's you, you won't see him tomorrow. Uh, he hasn't even practiced yet. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I think it reinforces everything that we have been talking about as far as this off season, Andy, and, and just a lot of the problems they had last year that how much of a premium Kevin Stefanski has put on bonding team activity, uh, you know, making sure that guys, are, are talking to each other off the field and in the locker room and, and being able to enjoy each other's company uh, outside of football, which is quite frankly something they were unable to do the previous two years uh, because of various COVID uh, uh, protocols. So um, it, it doesn't matter if they win or lose. Basically you just, you want to, you just want to see some crisp solid play. Uh, Friday night in Jacksonville. You don't want to see a lot of penalties, especially those pre-snap penalties, the false starts, the motions, illegal shifts, all those type of things. Don't want to see any of that nonsense. Just want to see them play good, clean football and then obviously come back as healthy as you went down to Jacksonville. So, Daryl, let me just just talk about one player, one position, and uh, we'll call it a day on this. Nick Harris make will you know take over for J.C. Treader at the center position. Um, your thoughts on him? How will he be? And you know the adjustment period we're going to have. Will we have an adjustment period with him at center? Uh, I haven't seen much of an adjustment period at center in camp, and that's no disrespect to J.C. Treader because look, J.C. Treader was outstanding when he was here, and quite frankly, I'm a little surprised that as we have this conversation, he has not signed on. My understanding is that uh, Treader's position too, though, is he's, he's not going to you know play for the, the veteran minimum or anything like that. So uh, that's you know, certainly understandable uh, you know, from his point of view. But yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be any issue there. Uh, I'll give you a couple of guys that I'll be watching for. 
Um, I want to see AJ Green, who has had a, a tremendous camp. I want to see if he can maintain that uh, and make some plays. Perry and Winfrey, I'm really excited to see him in some game action. He is competing for a starting defensive tackle spot. Hasn't done a lot of running, running his mouth during training camp. He has been focused uh, on uh, football. It's very clear when you talk to people about him, they they certainly uh, recognize the talent, but also he has work to do as far as uh, on the field goes. So I'll be watching him a little bit, and then obviously the, these receivers, um, they they're gonna ha- gonna have to respond. I already know what we got with Amari Cooper. But from Donovan Peoples-Jones to Anthony Schwartz all the way down, uh, really going to be looking at these receivers because that is a position that I think Andrew Barry is going to be forced at some point to uh, fortify with a transaction or two uh, this preseason, even before we get down to cutdowns, just because this Jakeem Grant injury uh, in my in my estimation is is just a tremendous blow uh to this team and some of the things that they had planned this year um daryl can we go through those just uh nfl cut down dates as kind as, as we go through this and then we're also gonna get set uh the eagles the the browns will train with the eagles as well too so um just a couple of these things that you yeah know, how and, and for folks that maybe um cut down days are a little different than they used to be they're much different. So our waiting for the initial 53 on a Saturday afternoon at four o'clock is, is over. Um, in fact, the first cuts come next Tuesday. They will go from 90 to 85 by 4 p.m. Tuesday the 16th. They'll go from 85 to 80 on Tuesday, August 23rd. And then they go from 80 down to the initial 53. And the reason I say initial 53 is because, as we know, roster shuffling happens after that. Uh, That will take place 4 p.m. Tuesday, August 30th. And why that is important as well is because that would be when Deshaun Watson's suspension would kick in if he is, in fact, eligible to play at any point this upcoming season. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles will fly into town uh, next week, end of next week. Training camp closes to the public. Uh, Thursday, August 18th, joint practice. Friday, August 19th, joint practice. They take a breather on the 20th there. And then the preseason game, I believe, is Sunday afternoon at First Energy Stadium, August uh, 21st. And hopefully the grounds crew has been able to find a way to get grass growing in time for the game because they've had all these events at the stadium. So uh, concerts and top golf and monster truck and all that kind of stuff. So that field I am anticipating Andy is going to be one hot mess wow. <laughs> because uh, the grounds crew is going to earn their uh, going to earn their salary this year, getting that uh, field in shape in time uh, for uh, the upcoming season. The good news is that there'll be a break between that final preseason game and, of course, the Browns' home opener. So they're going to have a couple of weeks to really whip that grass into shape. It, is, it does seem weird to have the final preseason game on a Sunday, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it, it does. But um, again, with the way things are structured with the roster reductions now, 
it makes total sense. And then, of course, they don't play, you know, they don't play. The well, they have season. Labor Day off, right? Yeah, Labor Day weekend, Labor Day weekend, weekend is off. Uh, although we'll be working on uh, September 5th. That'll be the, you know, uh, another, I'm sure, practice day as they begin their preparations for the season opener in Carolina against the Panthers, which will be September 11th. And you'll be talking about Ohio State Notre Dame that day anyway. So what's the difference? Oh we'll yeah, that's right. That's that. that. That's that weekend too, isn't it? Yeah, that's September third. So oh. that's a big day in Columbus. So I appreciate Darryl, you reminding me about that because that totally. This is how immersed in the Cleveland Browns I am, folks. Totally forgot. You the stay. Buckeyes have a chance. You do the nano reporting. Crying Irish of Notre Shame. <laughs> you do the nano reporting. I'll take. I'll take a look from the big picture. How's that sound? Sounds good. Daryl, as always, awesome. Thank you very much for listening. We always appreciate you hanging on in here, especially if uh, we need to do an emergency podcast. If something happens with Deshaun Watson, stand by. We'll have that for you immediately or as soon as we can possibly get it up uh, to you where podcasts are available. We remind you to subscribe so you'll know right away uh, when the situation happens when we find out about Deshaun Watson. For Meredith Kane, who is our outstanding producer, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you ever want to be a part of the show, just hit us up on social media at Game Day CLE on both Twitter and Instagram. It's always game day in Cleveland.